welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we are diving into Pride and Prejudice chapters 48 through 54. We're almost done. <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. It doesn't like feel like the end while we're reading it. But I was looking at like the amount of pages I had left and I was like, oh, that's a lot less than <laughs> it seems like there should be. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was kind of like... I got to a certain point and I had to stop for the day and I was like, I feel like we should stop here, but there were only a couple chapters left. No, I decided. Mm-hmm. No, Maya, don't be. <laughs> don't be <a> <laughs> Finish your work. And, uh, <laughs> but it's just so much happens. I was like, wow, we're already moving on to a whole nother storyline within this set of chapters. <laughs> I know a very dramatic storyline, of course, since Lydia is involved. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, so much happens in this section. Mm-hmm. And lots of letters, which I'm like, I love reading letters. <laughs> I know, the letters are my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I think maybe Jane Austen just really excels at letters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you kind of had to back then, because that's all you got. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, I just loved it, though. Well, let's try to. Uh, you have to remember. You remind me this time what happened in the last set of chapters. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the last set of chapters, you know, Darcy and Lizzie sort of meet again at Pemberley, and there's like their whole yeah. little rendezvous where it's like, I'm kind of obsessed with you, and I'm kind of obsessed with you, but neither of us are going to say it because we're both freaks and weirdos. And. <laughs> And then, you know, Lydia goes off with the Foresters to Brighton, which is apparently like the red light district of Lond- of um, England. <laughs> and she gets into trouble because she runs away with Wickham. Yes. And Elizabeth confesses everything to Darcy. Mm-hmm. And then they come home, I believe, was like the last thing that happened. Yes. Is Elizabeth comes back and Mr. Yes. Gardner leaves, I think. Yes. Or maybe he yeah. hasn't left yet. I don't know. Oh, uh, he doesn't leave yet, but he's like, well, I gotta, I gotta make sure you guys are stable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. But Mr. Bennett yeah. has left already. Right. Mr. Bennett's already gone. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, shall we just go ahead and get started then? Let's do it. Chapter 48. All righty. Mr. Gardner helps Mr. Bennett in their search for Wickham and Lydia until Mr. Bennett must return home with no success. The Bennets also receive a letter from Mr. Collins apologizing for their situation, yet also bragging that he has spread their business, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> His letter was the worst, <laughs> which solidifies that he is the worst. All of his letters are the worst. I don't think yes. there's ever a letter that comes from him that you're not like, dude, you could have just not said anything. Right. Or it's like, let's just take the first quarter of this letter and then cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> That's take the first it... two sentences and maybe the last and you'll yeah. have a good letter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't need all this filler. And then all this like somewhat insulting things that you're saying, but trying to also... Be like, I'm not being insulting, I'm being nice, see? 
which is probably why Mr. Bennett and his father never got along because he's probably <laughs> insufferable as Mr. Collins. Oh, for sure. He got it from somewhere. <laughs> At the beginning of this chapter, I wrote, the fear of a duel really has me giggling. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, are there really any sort of instances of any sort of violence in any of Jane Austen's works? Because I'm like trying to think, because, like, the idea of a duel seems silly to yeah, me Yeah, there also. is a duel in Sense of is Sensibility. There? We don't... I don't know that we see it, but uh, Colonel Brandon and Willoughby have a duel. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess that is a duel. But, you know, it just seems because it's so, like, not her usual sort of uh, style, I guess you could say, like, to include, uh-huh. like, any sort of, like, conflict like that or... <laughs> like physical or violence or anything like that it's like it does feel silly especially with like mr bennett because it's like is he gonna win yeah mr bennett's never <laughs> gonna get into a duel obviously it's just so funny that everyone's like oh my god there's gonna be a duel it's like i don't think mr wickham would go for a duel either <laughs> no no it's good to see like people who are like you know sort of not so nonchalant about like taking another life possibly <laughs> that they're like oh i hope he doesn't go in the duel except for miss bennett because she's just <laughs> yeah. like somehow is so, so like well he's gonna do it and he has to win but then she's like <laughs> also she can't win because lydia's gonna be sad <laughs> well and also if he loses we're really mm-hmm. screwed <laughs> They'll be kicked out of the house. I didn't write down specific lines, but we hear that everyone in town is like looking for and finding all the ways that Wickham is a black-hearted villain. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like that's a testament to the Bennets because like, you know, I'm sure people are gossiping or whatever, but they're like more interested in finding ways that Wickham is the villain as opposed to like Lydia being at fault. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and also it's like in their town i guess you could say like they're definitely more of like the quote-unquote upper crust quote-unquote like you know what i mean like they're not so easily able to have like what maybe like poor people like oh poor people always get in trouble blah blah like they're whatever well and they're very social they're always having parties and having people over you know like well i mean we don't see it happen a lot but i know it's described that mrs bennett is always like you know, she's yeah. out on the towel. You know, she's having groups of people together. Right. <laughs> yeah, they have lots of friends. And, you know, it is really a testament to them that most most people, I will say, are looking for fault in Wickham. <laughs> I would say yeah. it seems like maybe their uh, friendly adversaries is like the Lucases and stuff are probably like, you know, <laughs> gossiping well, other stuff. We hear from... Like Collins was saying some sh- stuff, and they are probably also gossiping. But you know, we're hearing about how he's all bad around the town, and mm-hmm. I just feel like people are like kind of rallying around them in their own weird ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think also because Lydia is so young, that's probably yes. also playing a factor because she's only fifteen. Like, yeah, I'm sure most people are like she was taken advantage of and <laughs> all that kind of stuff, which is true. And she was probably friends with everyone's daughter. <laughs> oh, God. 
the worst yes and it's just letters 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 they're every day anticipating letters waiting mm-hmm. and hoping for letters never getting enough letters and then we get <laughs> mr collins's letter <laughs> no <laughs> the worst actually charlotte seems to be the only one to point out in this whole chapter that lydia might share some of the blame in the situation <laughs> Yeah, Charlotte does seem the most kind of aware out of everyone. But it kind of her and Lizzie. It burns the most coming from her via Collins. You know, like you know what? (laughs) I guarantee you, she was probably saying something to her husband in confidence, and he was like, "Well, I have to put that in the letter because I'm a oh, I'm sure." So I don't put it it on her. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely his shortest letter ever written, and maybe his rudest <laughs> <laughs> definitely his rudest we don't even get a reaction to it by anyone i think it just stands on its own enough we don't need to see elizabeth yeah. groaning or anything else we just know that she yeah. it and hear well, the letter itself what's like very annoying from at least my viewpoint is like why are you commenting on these people's situation like you're not involved in the situation I know you don't necessarily probably like Lydia because she interrupted your little reading from when you were here, but it seems very like forward to be like, well, this is what you should do. And this is what you should do when you don't have any children and you're not involved in these people's lives. (laughs) Yeah. And of course you had to tell Lady Catherine and God says for who as Lady Catherine herself condescendingly says will connect themselves with such a family. And this consideration (laughs) lends me moreover to reflect with augmented satisfaction on a certain event of last November for had it been otherwise, (laughs) I must have been involved in all your sorrow and disgrace. It's like, Oh my God. What a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. I didn't get married. You're never getting invited to family dinner. (laughs) No. (laughs) What a jerk. Ugh, I hate him. And then I just wrote, a gamester! Exclamation point. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I just like, because my book is like, oh, this is like just another word for a, like a gambler, but yeah. <laughs> gamester is just like, okay. Oh, Jane. Know, this is so funny. <laughs> oh my God, he's a gamester! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's interesting because Mrs. Gardner's still with them and she's like, kind of waiting for a letter from Darcy to show up Mm. for Elizabeth. And she's like very confused as to why Elizabeth doesn't seem to be anticipating a letter from Darcy. So like, Mm. (laughs) you know, she had all these observations when they were at Pemberley and it's now Mm -hmm. like, something is not adding up here because I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure he's in love with her. (laughs) (laughs) He would have had to have said something by now. Yeah. Mrs. Gardner is totally... (laughs) I feel like she is the wisest person in this book because <laughs> she is just so oh, yeah. aware of everything that goes on. And it basically is like, all of you are dumb. If you would just be honest with each other, <laughs> you would be with each other. <laughs> yeah. Although, even though she doesn't see any s- s- sign that she's thinking of him, she is thinking of him because she says, Elizabeth, who was by this time tolerably well acquainted with her own feelings was perfectly aware that had she known nothing of darcy she could have borne the dread of lydia's infamy somewhat better it would have spared her (laughs) she thought one sleepless night out of two (laughs) (laughs) so honestly she's like i think like i wouldn't care that much if it wasn't for the fact that i know darcy knows (laughs) oh yeah i think 
like you know in reality lizzie is not so uh what's the word she's not like sort of favorable to the customs really i'm sure she is thinking like it shouldn't affect affect me and my sisters what my other sister does but the right. fact that darcy knows she's like but i love him <laughs> and he's gonna think i'm a <laughs> come from an even worse family than before <laughs> it's funny that mrs gardner leaves and the same carriage that she leaves by is the carriage that Mr. Bennett comes home by. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, like, just, arrange it. <laughs> there's a quick switch around. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Bennett, he's, like, he's got to be one of those types that just can't talk about emotional things, like, mm-hmm. without cracking a joke. Because of course. it takes him, like, half a day to mention it once he gets back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, like, what made me laugh was when he's talking with... I think with Lizzie and Kitty in the room and they're like, do you suppose them to be in London? And he says, yes, where else can they be so well concealed? And then Kitty says, and Lydia used to want to go to London. And then he says, she is happy then. (laughs) (laughs) I underlined that. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like the polite societal way of saying, well, fuck her. She's there. I don't care about her. (laughs) He's hilarious. Even in the face of defeat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it's so funny. All right, that's all I have, though, for 48. Yes, yeah. I think it's just the end of that chapter is so funny with the way that Kitty yeah. is like, <laughs> I would never do this. And he's like, you will never set foot outside this house <laughs> ever again. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think he says something like, basically, like, if you're good for the next 10 years, then we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just made me laugh. Yeah. And Kitty, who took all those threats in a serious light, began to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, Kitty. <laughs> but that's it. Okay, chapter 49. A letter from Mr. Gardner with good news arrives. Lydia and Wickham have been found and somehow bribed into marriage. Mixed <laughs> yet relieved reactions make their way through the household. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean, the only person who's completely on one side is Mrs. Bennett. She is very happy. <laughs> yes. She's such I a weirdo. I do love that. I assume that Mrs. Hill must be the number one servant who spent all her time with Mrs. Mm-hmm. Bennett for the last few weeks. Because I love that she's the one who's like, um, what's the news? There's a letter. And they're like, what do you mean there's a letter? She's like, there's a letter. I need to know what that says. <laughs> <laughs> Go find out. <laughs> oh, they do. I, there's so much talk of servants, honestly, and I've noticed in this last set of chapters, just like waiting until the servants are out of the room to talk, and mm-hmm. you know, you just don't really, you know, I don't know. The, the adaptations almost never have too much about servants. I mean, there's always usually a hill, hill. Yeah, <laughs> and there's never like how you would see it maybe like on Downton Abbey where it's like they do make several points to be like we can't talk about it right here there's other people in the room yeah they do yeah and well the Bennett's at least Mr. Bennett will be like wait until the servants leave and then be like right you shut your mouth or whatever I don't know he <laughs> Uh, when the girls finally catch up with Mr. Bennett, he acts like it's not good news. <laughs> but when we finally read the letter, it is good news. Oh, yeah. It's better than whatever the alternative would have been. 
Yeah. So basically, they've been found. There was never an intention on Wickham's side of ever getting married. (laughs) Which is so mind-blowing to me. It's like, what was the plan? (laughs) (sighs) Well, I don't know if it's this set or the next set, but... I think we find out a little closer to what the plan was. And I think what I speculated his plan was from the last episode is pretty close to what it actually ended up being. But mm. also, I think it's Elizabeth who's speculating. So I don't know if it's in this or the next set. So <laughs> I won't go anymore into it until we get there. But yeah, well, he still thought, according to the, a later letter, that he was going to marry a richer girl. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> Wickham still thinks at this point, is this Mrs. Gardner's letter come in this set of chapters? Yes. About, um, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she says that Wickham thought that he might still marry a rich girl. <laughs> and Psych. that's when he was like, oh, I wasn't going to marry her. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd be like, then why is she here? <laughs> I know she didn't just stow away. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, well, and the letter is like, you know, do this and this, pay these debts and give her a hundred pounds a year and, you know, promise her her share of the money that's mm. for the girls when you die <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be fine. And Mr. Bennett's very concerned that it's actually Mr. Gardner who's paying all these debts. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's like, I, I have to repay him because my duty as a gentleman. Yeah. Well, this is where we find out that, <laughs> well, this one and... The next chapter is like sort of the where we find out that Mr. Bennett is like, oh, I should have saved some money <laughs> that he has saved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nobody. We get into that. There's a, actually a really good explanation, but I don't think we've got to that yet. I think it's not until Lydia and Wickham come <laughs> to visit. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the letter actually says right back immediately. <laughs> He's already <laughs> been wandering around for a half an hour since he got the letter. Just wandering the grounds. i was like does that is he an aquarius or a taurus some sort of a fixed sign definitely or some combination of the two (laughs) (laughs) he just hates to write (laughs) (laughs) okay is that all you got no i have oh i'm sorry i thought you were saying i'm just trying to figure out what i was quoting I said agreed, but it's so funny to hear you say it. It's something at the very beginning. Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so let's go past. Oh, I don't know. I wrote two ones in my book. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mr. Bennett, I think, says, I mean that no man in his senses would marry Lydia on so slight a temptation as 100 a year during my life and 50 after I'm gone. And I said, agreed, but it's so funny to hear you say it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And for once, Jane is right on the money. She says, Mm -hmm. though our kind uncle has done something towards clearing him, I cannot believe that 10,000 pounds or anything like it has been advanced. He has children of his own and may have more. How could he spare half 10,000 pounds? And I was like, that's true. You're correct. (laughs) (laughs) yeah my book has like a whole little blurb like saying that her skepticism is definitely justified because of what we learned someone who would have that amount of money readily able to give away would not live within sight of his shops and all that stuff they would live in a very nice part of town and 
have a different lifestyle. No, I, the gardeners are rich. They're clearly rich. The, he even says that know. he would he would have done it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they have it, but it's probably like savings for their own children. Oh, right. I and mean, that's a lot. Obvious. Yeah. I mean, I don't think. I'm just saying. I don't think the gardeners are poor. Mm. I think they're probably one of the richer families in this book. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. They're very comfortable. <laughs> They're probably definitely more well off than the Bennets and, you know, just yeah. in like having disposable income. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And oh, yeah. My book also says like <laughs> that Mr. Bennett worrying that how he's going to pay 10000 when he only makes 2000 a year, especially since he's not really <laughs> saved or anything. <laughs> As we come to find yeah. out, it'll take him quite a while to get that kind of money. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> okay. Chapter 50. Mr. Bennett laments on his life choices with finances and lets his frustration with Lydia known to Mrs. Bennett. Mr. Gardner writes to tell him of new developments with Lydia and Wickham. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always funny to see Mr. and Mrs. Bennett interact with each other, especially when he's like, he will never be allowed in this house. And she's like, oh, how could you say that? <laughs> after, <laughs> after the awful things he's done <laughs> to our family, how could yeah. you say that? Yeah, the satisfaction of prevailing on one of the most worthless young men in Great Britain to be her husband <laughs> might then have rested in its proper place. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. Mr. Bennett is doing a lot of self-reflection at the beginning of this chapter. Oh, yeah. I think this is where they say that they tried to have kid a boy for many years after Lydia's yes. birth. And that actually made me very sad because, mm -hmm. like, I wonder what kind of, you know, what that's i mean you, i just assumed that there was like some miscarriages and stuff oh, because i for sure that's tough or though. like it, some sort of other health issues so you know i'm yeah. sure that didn't help mrs bennett become less anxious is all i'm saying <laughs> oh, oh for sure i feel like you know everyone's quote-unquote issues are definitely i'm sure justifiable with whatever past they had but it's just very funny <laughs> that <laughs> yeah but yeah, I it think is it's funny that he's. Sad. Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say it's just I sad. Interrupting. No, you're fine. <laughs> I do think it's funny that he's like a hundred pounds a year. I'm gonna be saving money on Lydia. She costs me that much easily. <laughs> 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 I like that we get this like it's like uh, almost like a well, it's hard to say page length because you know. It depends on what book you're reading, but we get like mm -hmm. almost a whole page or more of just being in Mr. Bennett's head kind of and like, yeah, getting to see his thought process. I always really enjoy when we're given like a peek into the psyche of other characters that aren't the heroine, like how we were yeah. with Darcy at the beginning. Like I was kind of like, I feel like it's giving us matter of fact statements rather than being like well, I'm this character and I think they're thinking this, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That I wrote, well, maybe this town is a little petty, but they're willing to let go <laughs> of the sensational aspect. Oh, once they get married, they're all like, oh, well, it would have been funner to talk about the scandalous <laughs> this, mm -hmm. but, you know, talking about a marriage is fun too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so, I don't know. I feel like I had a really hard time sort of, um, what's the word? Like having um, any sort of like sympathy <laughs> or any sort of feelings to Mrs. Bennett that are annoyance because <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it's just like after like she's definitely aware she was aware of the consequences before they got married and so yeah. it's like for her to be like well she has to have wedding clothes she has to have a this this and this i mean it's like girl read the room everyone is mad at <laughs> <No>. her <laughs> yeah well she's got the same thing as lydia and that she only yes. sees what she wants to see <laughs> yes well it's like you know no wonder i i just had this thought like no wonder lydia turned out the way she did because mrs bennett is just as silly as she is and she's her mother you're supposed yeah. to grow up and mr bennett has to put his foot down about lydia getting any more help from them exactly as he should <laughs> and poor elizabeth can only think about darcy and how sad she is that she ever told him and mm-hmm. how i mean honestly justifiably she's like just the association of him being in the family now is enough to keep darcy away from us yeah and um she's honestly this is the most wistful and pining for darcy she's been this entire book (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then i also wrote another fabulous paragraph (laughs) so let's see (laughs) it's only like two sentences but no such happy marriage could now teach the admiring multitude what can can you be (laughs) wait (laughs) can Can you be is that how you say that can you sorry messed up that (laughs) let me try again (laughs) but no such happy marriage could now teach the admiring multitude what connubial felicity really was a union of a different tendency and precluding the possibility of the other was soon to be formed in the family oh see now out of context i don't know what that means (laughs) (laughs) but when i read it i loved it um (laughs) (laughs) oh she's talking about her and um her and darcy if they had gotten Mm -hmm. married (laughs) yeah well she's regretting it now but later on down the line she'll be happy she told him (laughs) because of how Mm -hmm. he acts that's all i'll say but (laughs) it does kind of imply that elizabeth thinks that um wickham and lydia ran away together just to have sex with each other (laughs) i mean i don't think that is out of the realm of possibility (laughs) (laughs) considering like you know i would say definitely considering the the age that Lydia is. I mean, she's a teenager. She's very hormonal. And the fact that she's so flirtatious, I guess you could say, like she was like kind of like if there was any existence of dating at the time, she would have been dating around. Like that was kind of like her vibe. Oh, totally, totally. And so, and you know, Wickham, I think definitely like, you know, he was in the military and they were not, those regiments were not well, he's known. He's going to take advantage of any situation yeah. presented to him. <laughs> yeah, him himself, like, is just like that. It's not a great person. But, the, you know, those regiments were not necessarily known to be the most well-behaved and best kind of people. So it would not shock right. me if he was like, well, I'll just take advantage of this girl and run away. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that in Jane Austen's books. Yeah. And what's... <laughs> what's so crazy also is that that they accept the invitation to go back to longbourn because <laughs> like wickham is so like i don't know what the word is but like he's just such a piece of garbage that <laughs> <laughs> he would do all of this and be willing to face the family and just you know willing to come home and not like refuse the invitation well it's like he and lydia are exactly the same in certain yeah. ways and that they will present themselves as being always in the right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Lydia just believes she is and Wickham knows how to pretend to be like, yeah, he tries to convince <laughs> other people 
that he is while Lydia is like, yeah. I don't need to convince him because I am. Because <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. 15. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Gardner has a letter. Oh, she's writing about the whole marriage thing and <laughs> asking. I think it's Mrs. Gardner. It could be Mr. Gardner. I think it was Asking Mr. if they can come to visit. Or no, yes. no, this is actually, I'm sorry. My brain is not quite here today. But um, <laughs> this is where he's laying out what if you do all this, then they'll be married. And here's how it's going to happen. You know, right. That basically they'll be shipped off north. <laughs> but it does say he promises fairly. And I hope among different people where they may each have a character to preserve, they will both be more prudent. And I'm like, you think? You you think that about either of them? <laughs> I don't think being in a new place is going to make them better people in any way. <laughs> no, it'll just make them farther away so you won't have to deal with their consequences. <laughs> yeah. So Wickham is joining. He's leaving the militia. He's going to join the regulars in the north. And he <laughs> and regulars. Lydia are going to move there far away. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, Elizabeth is like, I have no desire to ever see Wickham ever again. But she does help Jane convince her father to let them come to visit (sighs) one more time. Just to, you know, I think basically save face. (laughs) Yeah, well, I guess maybe also to give. I'm sure she was thinking, if they don't come, my mother will never shut up until she sees her again. Yeah. Plus, I guess, you know, she is still their sister. They don't want to like. Oh, for sure. Be those assholes who are like we'll never see you again <laughs> right well yeah like mr collins in his letter was like you should just cut her off blah 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 which was yeah. i guess sort of the norm for like people well, up that's there. what they kind of do in mansfield park when we get to yeah. there but you know to mariah mm-hmm. but it was like you know these the bennets are not necessarily you know they're like for their region they're higher on the social hierarchy but they're not they have not been corrupted by like money and status. Like they're definitely more emotional with each other. And I could, you can definitely tell like, they're not going to just cut her off and be like, she never existed basically. Like they still like want the best for her. Right. But I mean, it's hard to see that also with (laughs) Mrs. Bennett being like, I can't believe they're sending them away up North. She had so many friends in that regiment. It's like, girl, (laughs) come on. (laughs) Okay, chapter 51. Lydia and Wickham are married and come to visit the family. They are unchanged, and most of the family is ready to see them off again. We also learned that Darcy was at the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) That was a nice little shock to Elizabeth's (laughs) system. Yes. (sighs) We start off at the beginning with Jane being... Oh, sweet Jane again. (laughs) Because she's like, oh, Lydia's going to be so nervous after what happened. (laughs) She's like Uh, putting herself in Lydia's (laughs) shoes. And it's like, hon, she's she's not thinking like you think. (laughs) No. (laughs) This is when someone needs to be like, Jane, she's not like, she's not good like you. (laughs) You're an uh, angel baby. the, the thing they're very good at is thinking of themselves and not caring what anyone else thinks. So mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're kind of a perfect couple in that respect. Let's see. I said this description of Lydia kind of makes me see what is appealing about her. So let me read. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lydia was Lydia still, untamed, unabashed, wild, noisy, and fearless. <laughs> Which I think is supposed to be derogatory and probably is, but also <laughs> there's something about the description that's just like, oh, well, you're like a wild, fun, fun time gal, you know, <laughs> in oh, the right circumstance. You could probably be a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I think what prevents her from being that is like her judgment just isn't good. I feel like if she was a little older, maybe it would probably develop. But like she's so young, it's like, of course, she's going to make bad decisions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she needs a little bit of a, you know, what's the word? Well, she needs definitely needs some needed some discipline in her life because it feels like she could do whatever she wanted. <laughs> That's true. Well, and also it's I, like... I don't know. They all could do whatever they wanted. <laughs> but she's the only one who turned yes. out like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, I think it was her parents' responsibility to be like, okay, you're the most like unhinged of all of our daughters. You definitely need to be watched more. <laughs> <laughs> but also true. it's like, you know, when she comes home, you kind of see them revert back into not really being 100% honest with her. Like no one's telling well, her. At like, this point, what's a what doesn't matter? She doesn't listen to anybody. They say that so many times in this book. Yeah. Like, well, it's like and she even says it herself. Like I didn't hear a word she said. <laughs> she was just meh, 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 meh. Yeah. Well, it's like you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if she's not gonna listen to you, then like maybe show her with your actions. Like, be cold to her, and then she'll be like, why is everyone being cold to me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where it's like, she's still young enough where she could learn some lessons. <laughs> so it's like, if you if she comes home and you're like... She's going to learn lessons. It's just going to be through real life. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like there should have been... You could see them revert back into that sort of like, probably the way they always treated Lydia, where it's like, well, she's never going to listen. So we'll just, well, we just won't tell her the truth. And it's like, well, just... <laughs> Tell her what's the what's the risk now? <laughs> well, yeah, it's just such a at least Regency English thing to be I like. Know. We're just gonna keep our mouth shut until you finally leave, and then we don't have to worry mm -hmm. about it again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, why would you do this to us? You are the worst person alive. <laughs> it says, <laughs> okay, I guess Wickham says something that is just so annoying to her to elizabeth <laughs> and it says she blushed and jane blushed but the cheeks of the two who caused the confusion suffered no variation of color <laughs> <laughs> no that's what's crazy is like no shame whatsoever and i think it's because people don't treat them how they should you know they should feel shame and people should be like you should feel shame <laughs> there's one thing i noticed and i don't know if it's like kind of like a little Jane Austen way of illustrating that Lydia is like a bimbo. <laughs> but I, Mrs. Bennett does it as well. It's something that I do myself. And maybe it's just like a normal thing. And I'm just, mm -hmm. you know, putting a judgment that's not supposed to be there. But every time she says that she's going to be living in the North, she's like, come down and see us. She never says, come up and see us. <laughs> I did notice that. I was like, hmm. <laughs> something's not adding up. <laughs> I mean, I do the same thing, but it just feels like something that Jane Austen would know to say, oh, unless yeah. it's just something that everyone always says down to everything. I don't know. Well, I think it's also like, I th well, you know, I think they're, when they were mentioning sending them up north, I think Mrs. Bennett made a comment like, why would they send them all the way up there? So I think 
the specificness of having Lydia say it was definitely a comment by Jane. Like, <laughs> she's not the brightest either. Look yeah. where we are. <laughs> <laughs> they have to spend 10 whole days with them. Oh, God. When I saw that, I was like, that's insufferable. That's torture. <laughs> it does say that, or imply, I guess, that Wickham's distressing circumstances back at Brighton were what made him leave like he mm-hmm. something happened and then i was wondering because it doesn't never say specifically like colonel foster found something out which was my right. original theory but i was like but it said he had a lot of gaming debts mm-hmm. so i was like maybe like some mob-like individual who <laughs> was like i'm gonna break your legs or something you know you better <laughs> pay me back and oh, he I'm had sure. to run away <laughs> i'm sure i wonder if he took Lydia to one of those places and then the altercation happened there and that's why they left together or you know maybe well she wrote that letter saying that she was off to get married so couldn't have been she's crazy that spur of the moment (laughs) (laughs) oh and then okay so then Lydia is like there's several times in this when this whole meeting where Elizabeth's like, I can't stand it. And she runs away. She's like, I don't want to hear another word. And she it literally says she runs away yeah. <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> I think the first instance is when they're at the table and she's like, I can't take it anymore. And then immediately yeah. just runs out the room. <laughs> yeah. But because she ran out of the room, she missed the description of the wedding. So Lydia is like, well, you missed it. I'm going to tell it again. You you have to listen to me. That's and she like, gets to the part yeah. where she spills that Darcy was there and is like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a secret. But if you just ask me about it, I'll tell you. <laughs> and Jane, <laughs> Jane is the one who's like, if it's a secret, don't tell us. And I want to be like, shut up, Jane. <laughs> well, that was, I'm sure, Lizzie's inner dialogue was like, shut up. I want to hear this <laughs> now. Now is when I want to hear well, her talk. <laughs> exactly. But she that's why she writes to her aunt Gardner. Mm. And I like it's that's not until the next chapter, but she does say in her letter, like, now I'm just gonna ask you to tell me everything, but if you don't, I will resort to trickery and I will get Lydia to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> I will do whatever I can to find out this information. I'm choosing to be nice first. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we might as well go ahead and get to the next chapter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chapter 52. Lizzie receives a much anticipated letter from Mrs. Gardner about Darcy's involvement. She also kindly puts Wickham in his place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we get, I guess two letters because we get. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we don't. We don't nope. see Elizabeth's letter. We just see her. Um, no, it's Mrs. like. Gardner's letter. Yeah. The end of the previous chapter was like Elizabeth describing her letter. And then basically almost the entirety of this chapter is Mrs. Gardner's response, which I laugh yeah. because the first sign is, I have just received your letter and shall devote this whole morning to answering it. <laughs> she, she's like, she does it very thoroughly. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I have so much to tell you. I'm taking up the entire morning. <laughs> Kids, stay out of this room for four hours. <laughs> I just, yeah. Well, the Gardners were... Um, pretty convinced from the get-go that Darcy was doing all this for Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Which, in a way. (laughs) And I think it's just 
Dar- she's, you know, saying what Darcy, he told them that he was blaming himself mm-hmm. for the whole thing happening, which I feel like everyone with a conscience in this book blames themselves at some point. Oh, <laughs> you can tell who sure. doesn't have a conscience uh-huh. by who doesn't blame themselves. <laughs> who thinks that they never do anything wrong. <laughs> exactly. The people who actually did it. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. I guess, like, in a way, I mean, Darcy is wrong but he's also not wrong like he kind of did that whole british regency thing of like i'm gonna shut wickham out of my life and not think about him ever again until he came back up so it's like you know clean up your messes people yeah yeah we get another in this uh letter we get another explanation of wickham why he did what he did (laughs) he was he felt himself obliged to leave the regiment on account of some debts of honor which were very pressing Mm-hmm. It's scrupled not to lay all the ill consequence of Lydia's flight on his own folly alone. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> yeah, so basically, it was a debt thing. So I don't know if it's, it says debt of honor. So that also kind of makes me think maybe someone was threatening him. Yeah. So I don't know if it was Colonel Foster. He never says anything about it. Or, or if it, yeah. like, or if it was just like some ne'er-do-well. Who well, it also a to well too. So <laughs> yeah, it could be someone who was like, "I'm going to report your debts to your le- your That's commanding That's officer true. or whatever you call it," and that was enough <laughs> for him to be like, "Well, gotta go." <laughs> There's it's a really long letter. I didn't write down all that it's much, really but I did. Long. I think it was funny. Mrs. Gardner was over Lydia. She was like, "Oh, I was just about to say." <laughs> she was like, "I tried to help her and." talk some sense into her and she it's like she was like without saying these words she was like and she is such a bitch i don't want to ever talk to her again (laughs) she's like thank god she's married and i never have to have her be our guest for the summer (laughs) (laughs) and thank god she's being sent away (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and then i think it's the really funny one of her like her last paragraph is (laughs) pray forgive me if i've been very presuming or at least do not punish me so far as to exclude me from p i shall never be quite happy till i've been all around the park a little phaeton with a nice little pair of ponies would be the very thing (laughs) Uh, mrs gardner is so funny it's like you know i know you guys are gonna get married so when you do don't forget about me you know i love that house definitely ant goals auntie goals oh yeah and the fact that she's like <laughs> mentions the low phaeton specifically she's like listen all i need is this and a couple little horses i'm yeah, not i'm difficult. not gonna walk around the grounds but i would like to be <laughs> around them, please. yes i'm not difficult especially if you're living at pemberley that's nothing <laughs> we get like a whole page of elizabeth thinking the letter over and mm-hmm. she's really falling for darcy now <laughs> she, <laughs> yes she's like at this point no other man could ask me to marry him because I'll never live up to Darcy. <laughs> yep. Well, I can't necessarily disagree with her there. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final thing for the chapter is, unless you have something before that, but it's Wickham basically coming around, fishing for information on Elizabeth mm-hmm. being like, um, yeah, I know everything and I'm not going to be me too but you're never gonna be on my good side (laughs) (laughs) i like also the part where he is like 
so I heard you went to Pemberley and uh, <laughs> did you, um, uh, what's the, let's see. Miss uh, Reynolds. Yeah. And you saw the old housekeeper, I suppose. Poor Reynolds. She was always very fond of me. Uh, he says but of course she did not mention my name to you thinking like oh she'd never talk bad about me <laughs> the fact that she was like yeah she did and basically that she said you were going to the rb and that she's afraid you didn't turn out well <laughs> just like these little digs where she's also like also yeah. like i talked to i met georgiana and she's great and anyone who would do anything <laughs> against her is probably the worst person alive so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah she's like and i hope that does the trick that he never wants to talk to me again <laughs> yes <laughs> please uh, i also love the line where she's like i dare say she uh about georgiana about how wickham was like when i last saw her she was not very promising and she was like well, <laughs> i dare say she will she's gotten over the most trying age <laughs> the age of your current wife <laughs> <laughs> and the trying age of you trying to steal all her money yeah right <laughs> most trying period <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's all i got okay 53 lydia and wickham leave hopefully for a good long time <laughs> then bingley returns with one mr darcy in tow they visit everyone Oh, sorry, I was laughing at myself because I spelled toe, T-O-E. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they visit and everyone feels as awkward and embarrassed as possible. <laughs> I just like how Jane is like, just so everyone knows, I don't understand why everyone would think that I would still feel have any emotions about the situation. <laughs> I hope you all would think that I would know that I am just so level-headed and uh, my emotions are turned <laughs> off and I will have yeah. a good time. And everyone's like, yeah. okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. And then even when the dairy is describing her, it's like, she might have missed a few words here and there. Or she was <laughs> worrying in her own head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Lydia is Lydia to the very last. Of course. When she's like, oh, you'll see me in like three years. I'll never write. <laughs> <laughs> my sisters will have to write to me because they'll have more time on their hands and it's like yeah. let's see what happens when you get to the door because uh, who, you who's might gonna be, be writing in need of some money <laughs> exactly <laughs> mr bennett is hilarious he says about wickham he is a fine fellow as i ever saw <laughs> he simpers and smirks and makes love to us all i'm prodigiously proud of him i defy even sir william lucas himself to produce a more valuable son-in-law oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just hates mr collins oh yeah well no that's mis oh yeah well that's both of them, I guess. <laughs> he <hates laughs> He's just like, you know what? He's kind of a love-hate. It's like, yeah. I hate, hate, but I also love the ridiculousness of y'all. And I love making it's fun of you to your faces because yeah. you're just so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Mrs. Bennett is her most likable once she hears Bingley is coming back. Because she is mm. so excited and determined not to be too excited. <laughs> and she's just like, she's not like, I don't know. There's, I just find her to be much she's better. more likable once Lydia is gone and Bingley has renewed his interest, you know. Yeah. Well, it's like, she sort of, in a way, takes on the personality of the daughter she's trying to set up at that very moment. So, like, 
when she's trying to set up Lizzie at Collins, like just like Lizzie, she's <laughs> she's like a little bit rebellious and combative and like <laughs> is like, you will do what I say. And then when she's trying to set up Jane, she's like, you know, the, the most pure hearted that she could be at that moment. Yeah. Very <laughs> funny. And she's like trying not to be like too eager, but she's like, well, go visit him. And he's like, I don't want to visit her. I already did it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But she, they don't have to. <laughs> sure don't. <laughs> because they just show up and Elizabeth is, she wavered as to the greater possibility of his coming with his friend's permission or being bold enough to come without it. And I was mm. like, that is an interesting question. Mm-hmm. With his permission is the answer, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once Kitty says, oh, there's someone riding with him. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, well, not yet. <laughs> yeah. oh, Jane is so flustered. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. When Mr. Bennett is saying that he doesn't want to visit him, I do think like he's kind of like, I feel like he needs to squirm, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if he's come back for Jane, then... He needs to prove himself. <laughs> yeah, which is totally. He doesn't need me sure. just being like, hey, come over and break my daughter's heart again. <laughs> right, exactly. I agree. <laughs> when they see them through the window riding up, maybe laughed at Jane was like, I'm going to, I don't care. I'm sitting at the table still. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone else can get up. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and this is where we get a lot of the use of la. That we always think oh, is so yes, funny. Oh, yes. I was going to say, I love La. La. Kitty and Lydia both say La a few times in this set of chapters. And I was like reminded of Anne Steele. <laughs> yes. Oh, La. They would be, they would be great friends. <laughs> yeah. Elizabeth is like so also overwhelmed as soon as she knows mm-hmm. she's about to see Darcy again that she almost forgets to worry about how embarrassing her family might be (laughs) (laughs) but it's like she's happy to see him but then she's like but not here please anywhere else but here (laughs) at least before he walked in the door i said if jane was my sister i would love her so much as well she's just so lovable (laughs) (laughs) i was just finding her very lovable (laughs) (laughs) uh that was funny when we don't get to Oh, go ahead. oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. I was just saying it was really funny that as they were walking up to the door, Lizzie looks over and it's like, Jane looked a little paler than usual, but surprisingly <laughs> was more sedate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jane is really good at just being like, shove it into a pit. <laughs> Never look it at it does, again. <laughs> it doesn't exist. I was like, you know, we don't really get to see what's happening in Darcy's head. But Elizabeth, in her head, is very high on the awkwardness scale. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, it's she like, like refuses to look up and look at anything that's happening. I'm like, <laughs> girl, just look, raise your eyeballs, make an observation. <laughs> well, it's like she knows all the information she has, especially the fact that she knows Darcy has paid off. Basically, Darcy is responsible for the fact that Lydia gets to live a norm, a somewhat normal life now. And that her family uh-huh. doesn't have to, like, get rid of all their money, basically. <laughs> she knows this. And then her mom is just being such a rude person to Darcy. <laughs> She's just like, I could just die right now. <laughs> I could drop dead, please. Well, it's like between her and Jane and probably Mrs. Bennett, I, 
I don't know. Everyone's feeling like everyone that we get to see in their head is super mm-hmm. embarrassed. And I'm sure the men are feeling super embarrassed, too. And it's just like, oh, for sure, it is a good thing that this first meeting is over because mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone had to get that. I can't There's... look at you out of my system. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good that it was brief, too. So it's like, let's just get the awkwardness out of the way. And then we can yeah. sort of resume any sort of normalcy afterwards. But yeah, it's like, uh, you know, Jane's embarrassed because she's with Bingley again. And, you know, we know that Lizzie's embarrassed. And then, like, <laughs> Mrs. Bennett is totally, like, being over the top with all of her stuff because she's, like, trying to make up for, <laughs> trying to, in, like, entreat them back into their lives. And she's just like, everything, is, everyone is embarrassing. Yeah. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like Mrs. Bennett is fairly civil. I mean, you know, she might be a little over the top with her obsequiousness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whenever I read Jane Austen, new words just start coming out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay, but let's do the last chapter, unless you got more from that one. No, that's all I got. All right, chapter 54. Bingley and Darcy come to dinner, which mm. continues to torture Lizzie and Jane. <laughs> uh, well, not Jane so much because as soon as Bingley well, walks yeah. into the dining room, she gives him a little smile and he's like, oh, I'm sitting next to you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love how Lizzie was like, let's see where he, oh, he's sitting there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, Darcy sits right next to Mrs. Bennett the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm I sure... kind of blame Elizabeth, though, because it's yeah. like, could you just tell your mom to, like, try to be nice to him? Just be like, hey, mom. Right. You know, there might be a good reason to try to be nice to Mr. Darcy. Just because she's not told any of them. Right. That it, there's any change in her feelings towards him either. So Right. As far as they know, she's still, uh, other than she Jane, still hates obviously. Him. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, well, and also she could have been like, you know, oh, let me let me take a seat next to my mom so that. Darcy doesn't have to sit next to her. She's just like goes into like shutdown mode where she's like, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, she does not know what to do. <laughs> because you know Mrs. Bennett could charm Darcy if she wants to. The only reason she's oh, yeah. always so mean to him is because she thinks that he dislikes them, you know, right. that he's judging them. Right. So <laughs> And then after dinner She's like, I'm stuck behind the coffee. And I'm like, girl, you are being ridiculous. Walk your little booty over there and talk to him. (laughs) Right. It's not like you're at, you know, Lady Catherine's or something like that. You're at home. No (laughs) one's going to be like, Lizzie, what are you doing? There's no one serving me coffee. What am I going to (laughs) do? Right. (laughs) More than likely, they'll just get up and get it themselves. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, when when she panics, she goes into shutdown mode. She's like, I can't do anything i have to just go on autopilot and darcy even comes over and tries to talk to her and sh- they're both still like i can't think of anything to say to you right <laughs> but i want to <laughs> <laughs> but that's the end of the awkward chapters <laughs> yes darcy even compliments the partridge it's cooked perfectly Oh, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> he's so, still trying. <laughs> he's trying. He's trying, which is nice to see. But yep. He's just too nervous. Ooh. Everyone's too nervous. <laughs> they can't help it. But I'm excited to see the conclusion. <laughs> Me I too. <laughs> like, it gets to a point where it's like, Lizzie is so much in her head about Darcy. It's like, 
please just get with him. Please. That's all I want. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Spoiler alert. I was, I already have done my notes for the conclusion and Mm -hmm. I got a little teary several times. (laughs) Just not with like, I'm just like overwhelmed with happiness. So I'm excited to talk about it. (laughs) Yes. If you're guaranteed one thing at the end of a Jane Austen novel is some couplings and good happy ending. (laughs) Yeah. And we get the, a great wrap-up chapter, so I'm really excited to... Me too. Get to the last section! Me too. And no more Lydia. <laughs> no more Lydia. Although, we do get to can't. hear also about her wrap-up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, at least we don't hear directly from her. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's all that counts in my head. <laughs> But I guess that's all for today. Every time I'm like, oh, we're starting so early. We'll probably get done early. It's like, nope, took exactly an hour. (laughs) (laughs) We just have too many thoughts. Too much stuff to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, I actually was kind of afraid that I might have way too much to say through these chapters because I read a lot of words (laughs) on my notes. Well, there's so much. I mean, there was like a total of, what, five or six letters? Like, those alone, I feel like, take up a lot of... I know. I felt like there was barely Time. any letters for the first half, and then as soon as the second half hit, it was just like, "This is a letter book." <laughs> yes, <laughs> which I do appreciate. I do love a letter, so I'm excited <laughs> to see what letters we get next set. Yeah, there's definitely some more. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that's all for today. Yes. Thank you. Wait, is much. today our Thanksgiving episode? I think it uh, is. Oh, is it? Well. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing these so early at this point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, if that yeah, is... I believe uh... Thanksgiving is on Thursday. So happy oh. Thanksgiving to our American listeners. Yes. Yes. Hopefully you're enjoying some quality family time and some delicious food and, you know... Yes. Giving uh, some notice to our indigenous citizens on this day. Yes. And that's all. <laughs> <sighs> That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for the thrilling conclusion. Oh, my goodness. Can't believe it. I'm so excited. (laughs) Good night. Bye. (laughs) If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can DM us on Instagram at Manners and Madness Pod, or you can DM us on Twitter at Manners Madness, or you can email us at Gmail using mannersmadness at gmail.com. And if you would like to leave a voice message on our website, you can at managedamandas.com. And it's about a minute long. Yes. And we would absolutely love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple or Spotify or the podcast app of your choice. It really means a lot to us and helps get more people to listen to the podcast. Also, we have a donate button, which is on our website, Mm managedamandas.com as well. (laughs) (laughs) absolutely any help is very much appreciated very much thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week good night bye